how do we manage time and stress in a system that puts unlimited expectations on us as physicians? That's a huge question. Hi, this is Dr. Jen Barna. Welcome to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. At Doc Working, our specialty is coaching physicians to achieve the best of life and medicine. This is the podcast where we talk with doctors about real life outside of medicine. Hi, and thanks for joining us for today's Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I'm Jill Farmer, one of the lead coaches at DocWorking.com, and today is Q&A Friday. Mm-hmm. And my name is Gabriella Denry, MD. I'm the other lead coach at DocWorking.com, and welcome to Q&A Friday. I love being here with you today, and we're also very excited to be joined by the owner of DocWorking.com, Dr. Jen Barna, MD. And Jen is here with the questions from physicians today that we're going to answer here for you. So Jen, take it away. Hey, Jill and Gabriella. It's great to be here with you, and thank you for listening to us today at Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I have some great questions from some of our listeners today, and I'm very excited to get your advice. I'm going to dive right into these. The question is, how do we manage time and stress in a system that puts unlimited expectations on us as physicians? That's a huge question. Yes, that is a huge question and a great question too, and a very common one as well, because there's always that perception that, you know, I'm just busy, I don't have enough time. And so self-care, you know, family time, et cetera, kind of gets pushed aside. And that's usually the first thing that gets sacrificed. And now this becomes the challenge, how to move that back into the center of your life. And it takes a time, it takes effort. So what I would do in a coaching session, is really kind of dissect the day, really look at exactly what are the components there. Maybe do what is called a thump where we just really figure out exactly what is going on. Because nine times out of 10, or really 9.99 times out of 10, what happens is that there is time. The question is, how do we utilize it? There is energy. How do we utilize it? How do we allocate it? So this becomes a really unbelievable opportunity to really just do some investigation as opposed to try and come up with some ready, fix-it solution. Let's put a Band-Aid on it and see if it works, uh, which usually never works. It really is about looking at what is happening now, what is really happening now, and kind of digging deep. And believe me, there is more room than you think there is. There's always more room than you think there is. Yeah, I think one of the things that you're brilliant at, Gabriella, in coaching is to help people slow down and kind of walk through what matters to them. What are your real intentions? Because I, I know in both of our practices working with physicians, because of just the pressure and the intensity of the medical training experience, there's so much that has been pre-programmed often for physicians. And then in the daily practice of life, the schedule is so much not your own that it's easy to lose sight. And it's like, it's easy to understand what the institution, what wants of you, but we lose sight of sort of what matters to us. What do we value kind of in that deeper place? And so I know that's a place that Gabrielle, you're really good at, at getting people to start with is like, what matters to you? Then let's look at what's happening in your daily life. And if those two things aren't syncing up, then it might be time for some courageous conversations. And a lot of times physicians who really work hard and are doing everything and earning their A pluses, they just assume that the institution or the things should just see you're working so hard, you need more time. We're just going to give it to you without ever really 
asking about it. And so it does require a courageous conversation. You can talk more about this than me, Gabriella, because you are a physician, but there's also this perception often as physicians that I'm the only one who hasn't figured this out or everybody else is doing this better than me, instead Mm -hmm. of understanding that when you're vulnerable and honest with other colleagues, often it's a systemic problem that needs to be addressed as a group. Oh, absolutely. And that that brings up a really, really interesting point because it is this sense of isolation. And I'm not sure where that comes from, why it's like, well, everybody seems to be adapting, but I'm not, or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And then, but somebody else seems perfectly happy. I think there's also, you know, and that could probably be going into another topic. There's some kind of stigma associated with not being open. There's a stigma associated with that perception that somehow everything should be okay and is okay as is. I'm not sure where that comes from, but it's a very deep belief. And so to be able to just examine that belief, unpack that belief and understand that, yes, you're not alone. And the person sitting right next to you on that computer on the ward right next to you is thinking the same thing, but you're not communicating. So, And you're right. It is a courageous conversation because then it goes to vulnerability And that, again, is another topic, how to be vulnerable without losing face. And that's a tough one for a physician. And so absolutely, it goes back to what matters to you most. It goes back to values. It goes back to, you know, it's easy to lose track of what that is in the business of the schedule, in the intensity of the training, the values of a, you know, 23-year-old med student then become different than the values of a 40-something-year-old physician Uh, But do you know what those are? Do you know what that shift was over time? And so it's time to go back and look back because life events, personal events, uh, professional aspirations change, all of these things change over time. And so once you start getting back to what matters to you most today, as opposed to what it was like 20 years ago. And I think that a lot of physicians kind of operate on what mattered 20 years ago, but haven't quite done the shift as to what is happening today. And so, you know, the working extra hours, having hours tacked on, one of my colleagues was, you know, I didn't know him very, very long, but he worked at one of the outpatient clinics that I worked in years ago. And one of the administrators, because he spoke Spanish, demanded that he see this additional patient. Now, I get that and understand a patient needs to be seen, but it was five o'clock and he was rushing to pick up his daughter from daycare. And so... After this argument between the two of them, or heated debate, uh, he finally did. He saw the patient, he left, and then the next day he came back and handed his letter of resignation. He had only been there for about two weeks. So that, to me, is probably an extreme example, but that is boundaries and values in action. Picking up my daughter on time is more important to me than this job, and I will be okay. And come to realize that they needed him more than than he needed them because he was probably one of the two only Spanish-speaking physicians in a very heavily populated Spanish-speaking area of patients coming into clinic. And so, again, once you get in touch with your values, his value was family time. Picking up his daughter at daycare was very, very important to him, and being a father was very important to him. And so when you butt into these tough decisions, you know, what do you lean on and what do you lean in? You lean into values, you lean into boundaries, you lean into what is most important to you. And that's not always an easy thing to do. And I like the word you use, Jill, courageous. These courageous conversations, courageous decisions that will happen because that's part of life. Are you willing to walk away? As Dr. Mary Michael said in one of those podcasts, 
uh, there comes a point that you come into a room and as she negotiates her contract, she comes into a room knowing that she is willing to walk away if it's not working out, which means that it works out mm -hmm. because she gets what she wants because of that particular mindset that she comes in the room with. And so that's why values and boundaries become super important because you put yourself in that mindset that says, no, this is my life. Mm -hmm. What matters to me in my life? And that has to be part of the equation here. It's not about what somebody else wants. It's about what I do. And so making that switch is not always the easiest thing, but I tell you the rewards are amazing. So it's worth going down that path. Yeah, really powerful stuff. And the only thing that I would add to that is a lot of times when we feel so pressurized and we, we might not describe it out loud, but it sort of feels like we're trapped. One of the most powerful things we can do, and that I'll do a lot with clients in these situations is to sit down and we kind of harvest options or choices. And some yeah. of the choices are crazy. Like sometimes we just joke around and it's like, okay, I'm going to go be a barista or, you know, <laughs> deliver for DoorDash. But there's this kind of unspoken great fear of what happens. And a lot of times it's, I'm afraid they'll think. That's the sentence. When I say, mm -hmm. what are you really afraid of here? I'm afraid they'll think. And when we really understand that what other people think about us is really their business <laughs> and that we can get clear on what matters to us so we can show up at our best instead of always dancing around what they think and then getting resentful and then not showing up at our best because we are never our best when we're resentful. It, then it helps us like, oh yeah, I have some agency here. Now, some of the, the consequences of making choices or these options or exercising these options that we're talking about are big. There's a big price of admission to them. But to mm -hmm. remember that we do have some agency in those situations where we're feeling kind of pressurized or trapped, I think it, like the one you described in the physician who asked the question, I think it can just, it can, it can relieve the pressure, give us some breathing room and then help direct us toward the best choice next. So that was a good yeah. question. There's a lot That's of great a lot of stuff to insights. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate your advice with that. I think that this will be really helpful. And the only other thing I could think to uh, suggest about that is that if you do ask, you know, for something that's important to you, that aligns with your values, something that you're asking in order to bring your work more in line to match up with your, with your expectations. And when you do that, I think if you do that sooner rather than later, you can prevent yourself from getting burned out. And you may find that there's more room for working out a better schedule than you anticipated. I have experienced a situation early in my career where I did not step forward and really experienced a number of sort of an abusive situation where there were a number of things over time that happened. And my very first day of work, a surgeon came to me who was very supportive and said, if you ever have any problem while you're here, let me know. And I didn't let him know. I didn't let anyone know because I didn't want to admit that I had a problem. I was a new physician right out of residency. And, you know, I just took it, took it, took it until I just couldn't take it anymore. And finally, after about a year and a half of this, I resigned along with actually about a third of the medical staff. As it turned out, I wasn't the only one. But when I did, the surgeon came to me and he said, why didn't you tell me it could be, you know, mm. and I said, wow, you know, I, in, in retrospect, mm -hmm. now looking back at it, you know, I think if I had just talked with him earlier, he could have helped me quite a bit, you know, all of these things I've learned since then that one of two things will happen. If you step forward, either they will work with you and listen to you and, and you can work together to make things better or maybe there is a better practice that aligns with your values. And either one of those is a good solution. 
and you have both of those options. So uh, you're better off to step forward sooner rather than later. Rather than later. Absolutely. Yeah. What a great question. As we said, yeah. so much good information to unpack. As always, I learned so much from you, Gabriella and Jen, your insights as a, a physician are always so helpful as well. If you have questions for us, we want you to send them to Jen at docworking.com and we'll consider answering them on the air, just like we are at this Q&A Friday. But until next time, we'll see you on Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Taran. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Our Instagram is docworking1, and that is with the number one. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story to tell, please reach out to Jen at jen at docworking.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.